Hello there, are you singing Yamaharon? I don't even know what that is. I would like to float alone in the pool in silence. Then I probably shouldn't tell you that I messed up the event again. We are not getting Professor Data. What? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Coming to you live in Technicolor from the beautiful Hollywood Hills, California. The show where the total retail price of their advice is zero dollars. This is Timeline's Talk. Featuring guest stars. The fact of the matter is, oh my, it's stars and garters. Also featuring, more like command hips suck. Look out, it's Automaton 2000. And now, there's no way he gets this intro right. Here's your host, Captain Idol. Yes, welcome ladies and gentlemen to Timelines Talks, the premium exclusive number one show for all things Star Trek Timelines. I am your host, Captain Idol, joined by Stars and Garters, and as you can tell, Otto is away on vacation this week, but he was so kind as to send us a little intro. I have to say that is probably more Otto than I've ever wanted to see, but there we are. <laughs> I mean, it's a blessing upon the world that we got to see that. Um, for context, I had not seen that before I played it, and I think I must have, I'm still hurting a little bit inside my house. I started laughing, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> it, the clip actually went on for a little longer with him sort of swimming around, but I just thought the perfect moment is like perfectly cut screams. Just when he went, what? No, intro. <laughs> uh, Otto did say he I promised to Otto's wife for uh, playing along <laughs> with his nerd shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, Auto did say he might pop around, he pop along uh, on his vacation. He might come and drop in at some point. So, well, I think he's got okay. something to say about today. But um, yeah, we've uh, we we were going to play Armada this week, but we shall uh, sa- um, probably save that for. A we convened the emergency council, as it were. Yeah. Um, sorry if I'm stuttering a little bit today. I've just had a very large Chinese meal, and I just got plopped some crumble in front of me as well. I, I'm just like I'm just oh, <laughs> I'm just very full at this point. <laughs> Oh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> you all needed to know that. Uh, yes, so let's start. Desperately, with, desperately as... needed. So if, you, if your pee, if your pee break takes longer, we'll know why. Exactly. Yeah, maybe coming back. Uh, no, uh, let's not go into the disgusting stuff. Let's uh, quickly flash back to the event this hang on, past week. Hang on, hang on. Go on. Hang on. Can I? Can I do it? Can do you? Is it? Is it? Is poop pee? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Um, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, glad I got that sorted out. Uh, okay, so talking to the event winners, congratulations to James T. Kirk for winning. This is not the same James T. Kirk that we know. This is a different James T. Kirk uh, for winning the uh, five-star Stral, all five stars of him. Congratulations. This is not Space Junkies James T. Kirk, but another one who has assumed the name, neither of which are the real James T. Kirk. He's going to space soon. Is he from the Kelvin Mirror universe? Oh, it could be. This could be the Chris Pine. Uh, uh, I didn't get the fleet name, actually. I should have gone and looked. But never no, mind. the Mirror, because here's the best thing, right? If you look up it on Memory Alpha and you search for James Kirk, you get you know, Prime Universe James Kirk and you get you know, your Kelvin vs. James Kirk. But then you get Prime Universe Mirror and then you get Kelvin vs. Mirror because that's another uh, thing as well. Is it? 
Is yeah, the, the the Kelvinverse has its own corresponding mirror universe. It? I thought for whatever I... reason, I'm pretty sure. I don't I'm know. I mean, sure. Unless they establish that in the comics or something, but I'm pretty sure it is they are because oh, didn't yeah, Disco say like because you've had Disco pretty much done all three, haven't they? So you have Prime. It was in the comics. Mirror. In the comics. Yeah, all right, yeah. okay. And then you've had Kevin. Hey, well, it's not. We're Star Trek fans. This is what we do. We nitpick. Come on. <laughs> Who do you think we are? <laughs> um, I can bring up absurd non-night comic facts <laughs> if I want. I was reading a comic about war fighting Jack the Ripper. Oh no, see, that is canon. We're not going to debate it. Speaking of canon, not canon, yeah, that's just true. a brief aside before we go back to the event notes. I've started reading the last book in the Star Trek because uh, Star Trek when Star Trek finished with Nemesis originally, uh, they started expanding the novel verse, the the, the, the book series, yes. didn't they? But they kind of branched out into its own continuity. So when Picard came back, it kind of went, oh, we're going to fuck all that up. Um, so they're basically wrapping a bow on that whole kind of literary verse with the the Coda series. So I'm kind of started reading that, and it's interesting. It starts off with wesley crusher but never mind um <laughs> the, the, we could i could spend a whole podcast talking about the star trek books and how weird they are anyway uh congratulations of the return and like you oh, know like um Sh- oh, no, Shatner's Shatner's, his own other thing entirely yeah. it's his own universe yeah. they're brilliant they're crap but they're brilliant i might read some <laughs> They're so self-indulgent, it's ridiculous. Add that as an option for hair hair flip thing. Instead of reciting Shrek, we recite something from Shatner's book. I will do a chapter of, like, The Return, The Avenger. What was it? Dark Spectre, I think, was one of them, where he goes into the mirror universe. It's like a trilogy. They are so cheesy. Anyway, you were talking about the event winner who won all five stars of Stroll, and I I assume if you get all five stars, he gets slightly better art. Maybe, maybe we'll come on to art and just in, that's not our plan. Uh, but congratulations! Oh, of course, Bajoran collapsed all around. Um, congratulations to Mahan and number three, the real space junkies, James T. Kirk at number eight, uh, Flash number thirteen, Blue Angel number eighteen, Tyback, one of our subscribers, hurrah! Number nineteen, No Name Namer, the elusive man himself, number twenty-one, Carpe Diem twenty-two, Skinner Taylor twenty-four. Sankatse Siete, yet again at number four. How does she do it each week? Each I week she somehow gets in that top 50. Like, come on. Like the fact <laughs> that she creates like, scale models of the Excelsior and still has time to do this shit. Like, yeah. where does she find the time in the day? Yeah, I can barely find time to pull pants on in the morning, for God's sake. <laughs> and capping off with, <laughs> excuse me, Apollo at 48. Congratulations, all those guys that made the top 50. Um. Should we go into the meat of this, really? Because we all know... You're probably wondering why I've called you all here, but this is why. Um, there's been a slight change of plans with the event this week. We were supposed to be getting Professor Data, who people might know from the season finale of The Next Generation as um, the future incarnation of Data in the alternate universe. Uh, what's he got? The chair at Cambridge University or something like that, isn't it? The Lucasian chair at Cambridge. That's right, yes, thank you. And he looks um, like a skunk. He looks amazing. We, uh, but he looks great. I love him. Unfortunately, we're not getting him. We're not. No, not allowed. What? Idol? Tell me. I, I've not been keeping up with the news. How's this happened? Apparently, due to the fact. Well, I don't. I don't know the reasons. But it, the art was not approved. We don't know who it was approved. Wasn't approved by. One can assume CBS. One can assume maybe Ben. <laughs> no, maybe it was just. I'm going to assume it's CBS and it's a licensing problem. But maybe they saw of like, all this horrible yellow art and God forbid how bad this data was that CBS just went what the fuck are you doing to my franchise <laughs> in fact I actually see have... I have to wonder because like we had like um, dealer data and I'm not a massive fan of that art either it was okay it was alright It. he looked too creepy for data so, in my opinion Nemesis like, data was worse I thought 
You know what? Nemesis Data didn't look worse to me until I looked at a shot from the exact um, moment yeah. when he shot the Thaler on Generator. I was like, oh yeah, that is off. He's like a lot more purposeful and he's got an actual emotion on his face, whereas like, they've just kind of gone with... So let, let's put this okay, into well. more context. And yes, uh, actually, this Cisco raises a good point. Mirror data is also terrible. Stral is terrible. Uh, the Hansons aren't great. Uh, there's a lot of smudgy yellow crew. There's a lot of there's a lot of great art. There's some brilliant art, but there's also a lot of well, Photonic Invader looks amazing. Yeah, he, looks he looks awesome. But if if Stral was approved, if the Hansons were improved, how bad was this data? Like seriously, how bad was it for for CBS to look at it and just go, well, no? No, no, you can't do that. And how, right, and this is the other thing. How bad was it that they did it last minute? Okay, so I've, I have some thoughts on this, right? So there's a few different ways this could have gone down. There is the potential that it went down, as you described, where, like, they literally submitted the art, and then like, it, CBS maybe dragged their heels and took a while, and then they said no, which is not a good sign. I could believe it, because I have not been a fan of a lot of the art recently, you know, Ball Queen 7, The Hansons, mm -hmm. etc., this orange filter that's plaguing art at the moment. Um, that's one possibility. The other possibility, and this is you know, giving all like you know all assumptions, infinite diversity of possibility. Maybe something at CBS, the art approval process changed for whatever reason. Maybe they have some kind of new licensing thing. Maybe it's to do with Paramount Plus. Maybe it's some kind of new thing from the higher ups so of it must meet this level of whatever. And timelines just got caught out of the loop on that. That's being generous. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe that happened, and we okay. just don't know about it because they can't talk about it. Because they couldn't talk about the problem with Adira for a while. They mm -hmm. couldn't be like, here are the specifics on that. It is a licensing issue, and then they didn't go into detail because that's legal bullshit, and you don't touch that with a 10-foot pole. No. That's, being, that's a generous interpretation of events. But then there's everything else, and that makes me lean more towards your theory. <laughs> so here's, here's the thing, right? Okay, so I'm running... You know, we, we've had we've had Ben on the show before, and he said, "Yeah, we get yeah. mega events planned months in advance." You know, we have them all the way up October. We've, he's probably said we've got them planned up to next year, but apparently the art is the this isn't this isn't the first time this has happened. There has been art approval problems before, and there have been okay licensing problems as well with like the rights to certain characters. Kind of falls under the same category as well. They had it recently with Thelev. And well, ages oh, ago, with, yeah, yeah. Um, Charlie X. Charlie X. Charlie X was a bit of yeah. a weird one because that's the thing. But we had it recently with Thelev, and you've got to think, why? You know, they're getting these megas planned months in advance. Why is this approval for artwork not going up then? Why is this being done last minute? They've given themselves a window to give themselves. Uh, sorry, repeating myself there. They've given themselves a window to um, plan events more in advance with flashbacks. They introduced flashbacks to give themselves more time to prep crew. They gave themselves the event hub to actually get two weeks worth of crew out but yet they still come up last minute oh we're not going to put an event up and then a couple of days later say oh there's been an art problem and with that with nothing else like that's it there's been an art approval problem yes. we will have someone else and then it wasn't until what two days ago yesterday I can't remember that they said we're not running Professor Data in this Innovator Mega we're going to run Cal Hire Cisco who probably would have fit better in two Megas ago <laughs> yeah so so this is the thing that I have a kind of a concern about so the art is, on the surface of it, a very small thing, right? It's just a pretty picture that represents a bundle of stats. But when you think about what that art and what it being rejected means, it actually has a big domino effect. Mm. And this, like, Mega and how this is like shaping up is like, a really good example of it. 
because we're doing an innovator mega, and that's like, that's a decent you know idea for a mega. You know, you're like everyone's like you're pulling together to try and come some you know mm-hmm. some through the temporal crisis. We're gonna solve it with some big new radical solution. Um, there's a million cards. Like Star Trek is a sci-fi series. There is a million cards you could pick out for innovator. And then they picked a. De- I think Professor Data is a decent pick. You know, that's a that's a good pick for an innovator mega. Mm-hmm. He is, you People know, he's still Data. He's like one of the foremost. Yeah, no, everyone's been mm-hmm. waiting for that card for actual years because everyone loves all good things. Um, and then our approval issue happens. We don't again. We don't know the specifics, so you know you can either be as generous or as harsh about it as you like. Um, and then that means you can't run that character. And then what do you do? Well, you have to either fall back on another innovator, and that's assuming you've got one ready, or you fall back on another card you've got ready that isn't. And then suddenly, we're what? Like, seven, eight crew into a event, because we've got all you know, the next two weeks event notes, and a quarter of them are innovators. Yeah, just to go down this the list. This is up there with the caregiver warp theorist mega <laughs> yeah. for the, what is this theme? None of these crew match. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, damn! I like your your comment. Uh, you're reading it wrong. It's in Novator. Uh, well done. Mm. I'm sure, you haven't got children somewhere because that was a dad joke. Um, just to run down the list. So we've got we've now got Calhai Cisco, who is Klingon, not Innovator. We've got Fifth Dimension Invader, who is costumed, not an Innovator. Not Professor Taser, like you know there. Uh, Tam Elbrun. Oh, sorry, not Tam Elbrun. Sorry, he's the Tuesday. Hollow Engineer D- uh, Zimmerman, who is. Aiden, who isn't. Um, Strahl, who is. So that's two. And then you've got the Super Egg crew, who I believe none are. I haven't looked at them too closely. Uh, Dr. LaForge is not. Yeah. Um, I don't believe... Yeah, and no, I, don't, I don't think any of them are. Who was the other one? It's it was like, I don't... Hang on. Let me check the event hub. We're well planned. It's the other um, existing one. I forget. It's fine. We're doing this in advance. It's fine. We have the game here. I don't know. I need to find out. North Star Archer. North Star Archer. That's it. You're such a blind card. No. Um... And it's like that's not an innovator either. That's a Western costume crew. So we're we're you know to, we see the next uh, the first half of this mega, including the recurring, and it doesn't feel like an innovator mega. Like Tribble, like even though like the, some of the stats are all over the place, at least it was a consistent theme and it Actually, followed up. Yeah. I, I could that I could end, look yeah. at the crew, I could look at the art, and I'd be like, oh, that must have been a Tribble mega that collection. But I look at this collection of crew, and I'm like, what the. Fuck yeah. I like, like I say, Janos was saying, you, you were saying as well, looking back to the caregiver mega, you look at the crew and just like, what is this? This is, you couldn't place it. You you, you have to guess. And even like when I was looking back at the uh, triple cork mega and I was looking at the crew and I'm going, I can't remember what the trait was here. And I had to look up and I was, yeah, I think it was survivalist, wasn't it? But it's like, you can't, the theming is their problem and it is a problem here. And it doesn't help by the fact that they've had this kind of little bit of a fuck up. And I want to uh, talk to you, chat about how you felt about the switch because disregarding the stats, because, uh, uh, Calhaya Cisco is a decent card in his own right. We won't talk about that for now. Some people are excited to get a Cisco. I appreciate that. I am somewhat too as well because I, I love Cisco. He's one of my favourite characters. But how do you feel about this switch and how do you guys in the chat feel about the overall communication how this has come about? Is it uh, a sore point or is it not? Or is it kind of... Um, does it not bother you? You know, it's just, just like to see how what, what people are feeling about this. Um, but, uh, yeah. So... I don't know. I just I don't I don't follow this. Like we were told about this mega coming up, like during the last Q and A. Like there's going to be a mega based around a recurring about around like an existing staff boosting collection, and we had a bit of fun guessing what that was. Innovator was a bit left field, but you know it was fine. We're happy with that. 
And it's like, so they knew of what they were planning for this. They must have had some idea of what cards were going to be here. And then they just decided not to get approval until... Is there some kind of time? Yeah. This is the problem... This is the problem with it being so arcane and obtuse and, like, mm. we can't work out what the problem is here and we're told that processes are improving, but <laughs> things, if anything, seem to be getting worse. <laughs> They're getting worse. Yeah. Because um... we've gone from getting event news on the regular every week to, we now you get two. It's like, okay, that's a cool improvement that has been planned, to you don't get event notes until the day before. Yeah. I can't pull event packs from the normal time pool. I have to go to the event page and pull them there. Yes, the that's, 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 today's fuck up. that's today's mess, isn't it? You can't actually pull like, them unless you actually pull up that event page. There is literally not a single stage of this mega where something has not gone wrong, and I'm starting to get worried. This is This is the kind of overarching sort of theme to this, because we've looked at... It's not the mega things. Okay, we've had the huge things that we've kind of got annoyed by, which is like, um, you know, obviously Off the Wall and um, uh, Adira Gate and all that kind of thing. You know, the, the bigger things, which rightfully they've come back and said, whoopsie, uh, and come out and say it. But it, it, it does seem to be, and this this sounds like griping, it really does, but it's, it is bothersome to someone that is a long, like us, so long-term players, when there's all these little mistakes that just keep creeping up and up, like little trait inconsistencies, people not being, it doesn't seem to be, and we've said it before, it's like there's there's a lacking in looking at the finer detail, which is, as, as Star Trek fans that we are, well, you know we love that finer detail, but you know, okay, people might say yeah. we're being a bit finicky and uh trying to pick on things too much but you know this isn't this isn't too much to ask it's it really not these are the well, things that we get enjoyment so, from which is like uh consistencies with the crew and things like that so I, I i do see that point and i do think that yeah we do you know like we have a right to be a bit finicky about this and it's like you know but for me, it's not the number of... It's not like, you know, oh, well, that trait is out of place. It's like, that's been happening since the game has started. That Sometimes they get fit, sometimes they don't. It's not. Sometimes it really sucks, like Dex are not having the civilian traits, so her antimatter traits, so, you know, whatever, are like kind of out of whack and she doesn't void as much as she should. Um, sometimes it's a big one, like, oh, wait, these crew are costumed, we're going to have to add the thing. Sometimes, hey, this crew was costumed, now they're not, mm. and then the whole 200-tier collection gets introduced to fix that problem. Um, but it's when you have bam, 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 right after yeah. each other, that's when I get worried. Like, if, if a crew comes out with a inconsistent cost, um, trait, that is a regular mistake that I expect to either get fixed or it's whatever. You, get, you know, that can be ignored. But it's but when arguably the, the big exciting thing that happens every two months in game and you stumble at almost every stage along the way, I start wondering what's going on what i'm yeah. i'm not actually even disappointed or angry i'm worried yeah this is, this is i start wondering should i buy that pack deal and get the citation because is this game even going to be going for a little while because if if this is happening this time what's going to happen in the november mega yeah um... is the is my phone gonna explode and kill me like what <laughs> Yeah, it's timeline sends a rootkit to your battery. Um, <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was going to say now. Uh, 
yeah, it is, it is a general worry when you see... I think Auto was keeping a list at one point, point. this is a long while ago, but every time such things like, you know, oh, Darge has got the uh, Admiral trait in her hidden stats and things like that. He's keeping a list of every little... Incons- I think he gave up after a while because it was too strenuous to keep a track yeah. of. But, uh, you know, we've got things like... I believe it. You know, Human Neelix is still a Timelines original, which is clearly bullshit. Um, it, great for VIP Zero players. Now, I'm not going to take that away from you, but, like, it, it clearly is just wrong. You know, they address Tribble Sulu, that was great, but Human Neelix is still there. He is still a Timelines original for some reason, even though he's mm. not. He's in first contact. <laughs> it really winds me up. Um, but yeah, we. I, I think like the general state of the communication as well. Okay, well, that's yeah, the big, thing. Big is there is an actual. There is a tangible difference between that and what we've had this week. Yeah, Human Neelix is one of those things that are like, yeah, it rankles, it annoys, it's inconsistent, it's weird. But I don't worry about the state of the game because of it. I just go, they just made a decision or whatever. <laughs> this worries me. I'm, I don't know. I feel like I have to repeat that. I am worried. And I think that, like, you know, okay, kudos to Ben. He has come on the show and he has been very gracious and sort of provided the community with the answers and, and speak, spoken to us. And he's always been quite, you know, always been good and forthcoming to us with uh, things when we sort of approach him for the Q&As. But outside of that, there's just nothing. And it, it comes from like you know okay sham posts on the forum very regularly but it's only when it's needed and it's not any deeper than we've had, we're trying to improve things not what they're trying to improve which okay i get that they can't go into the details of the company but we're fed on so little that it is a kind of it makes me sometimes i see one of the posts saying we're improving our processes we're going to try not to let this happen again or we'll work on improving this so i just kind of go how many times can you say that how many times can you say we're going to improve our processes yet you're still fuck it up every time <laughs> i can't help that. Yeah. like and it does like you say it worries but, but me i haven't they did campaign. improve their process they fucked up in new ways this time yeah, which, you know and they talk about like ben talking about you're gonna have to get a guy to look at they bring an external engineer to bring in the voyages and that says to me like reading between the lines of things like okay when they split from uh, disruptor beam into wicked realm games uh that whoever wrote the voyages buggered off and left them with some scrambly messy code yeah. and this kind of whole thing is starting to look like a patchwork well, of um nails on boards kind of holding up the window while the zombies get in <laughs> and they're keeping at bay because they've got a real heavy it. filing cabinet <laughs> that's a good way of putting it yeah um see that one i don't like because like you know like programming is such a messy business like oh, yeah um, I don't know. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll be vague just in case um, I don't know what details he wants to talk about it, but our good friend, Onanim, has been working on a project, mm. um, and he's been having to deal with all kinds of programming foibles and all kinds of coding things, and listening to him talk about it, it is the most ridiculous game of Jenga you can imagine. It is literally... Imagine you're playing Jenga with five different towers, and there are three other people playing all of the towers at the same time and you have to try not to pull the wrong block out and it's like and then you're like playing with like maybe you're colorblind and some of them and they're color coded so you don't even know which one is the wrong one to pull it's like it's such a messy process and i can kind of understand that particular thing because you know if someone leaves they don't leave all of their homework behind and tell you this is how i program voyages it's like and then you you get as a legacy you come into this thing that is six years old whatever how old how like what five years old now sorry five coming into a sixth year yeah yeah so old game and i kind of and these are things that are being grafted on artificially essentially i'm kind of surprised crew retrieval works as well as it did Hmm. um and like i get it 
but it's like okay, that's new stuff, you know, innovate like, like fixing intrinsic bugs or adding new features. Yeah, okay, that takes time. But like, I just I don't. So here's I here's, don't here's, one that, here's the one that gets me, and this is something like you know. We, we put in the trait audits, okay? We, we People posting this saying X shouldn't have this trait for whatever reason, okay? But say, let's <laughs> take, for example, um, I don't know, human Neelix and say, like, he should have the bartender. Maybe he does, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. He probably should do. And they, people, if, say that was missing and people go in the event uh, in the trait audit and say, oh, he needs bartender, it's missing. Now, WRG, don't ever come out and say, oh, he doesn't have it because of this reason, or, oops, he should have it, we'll fix that. It's just silence. And or even, and when they do yeah. come to fix the traits, it seems like it's such a big ordeal. Like, it seems like, oh, we're pushing it through to X and X to get this done, it'll be next week's patch. When what Like what you said with Neymar and looking at sort of like, you know, what he's done with sort of um, looking at how the games run and things like that, it, it doesn't seem that difficult. Like, it's literally a line on a, on, on a, on a crew in a... In a in a file somewhere like well it can't be here's the next difficult. part right <laughs> so so when we had the wrg people on for the charity stream they talked about the content train right mm. and i thought you know what that that tracks that's how a company you know the content train got to keep going like you know qa like falls a little bit by the wayside you do as much as you can but it's the priority but then that begs the question of if the content train is still rolling what the hell happened to it this yeah. week yeah because that this means is, that both yeah. the content train and the QA train did they collide? Let's 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 like, go back a, back a few weeks because this again this happened before. This happened back with Thelev, didn't it? Because they said, "Oh, Thelev's going to be in this mega," yeah. and they and that kudos to them. They announced it in good time. Thelev will not be in this mega. We're going to replace it with Android Mud, and this is exact same situation. They lost the rights to someone. They had to replace it, but even still, that was fairly last minute. If they were still looking for the rights to Thelev, did CBS suddenly turn up at the last minute and kind of go? You can't have him, and WRG are like, ah, shit, we need someone else. Is this the same? But that's different because Thelev was a very obscure character, and they may have been his TOS character. Uh, the rights might have been um, not ava available then, but the family came up at the last minute and went, no, we can't do that. You know, same way that happened with Charlie X, but data? Yeah. With yeah, exactly. data? <laughs> that is weird. That yeah. is it's even weirder because we have almost everyone else from that same episode. We have yeah. Picard, we have Riker, we have Worf, we have Crusher. Okay. Yeah, like, the only ones we're missing are LaForce? Data and Geordie. That's yeah. the... Uh, uh, yeah, we haven't got Geordie. Was we Wesley haven't got older, there? hot Geordie. Wesley was not there. No, not uh, you might be thinking of Parallels. He was in Parallels. Oh, That's okay, Lieutenant. That's right. We've got him. But the fact that we have everyone else from that like that episode, and it's Brent Spiner. We had a Data card a little while ago. In fact, wasn't there not a Data in the um, mega announcement thread of, like, we're going to get another Data? Or am I misremembering uh, that? They, I think they Maybe they said Professor done, Data. Yeah. Let me go and check. Yeah. So it can't be a problem with the character. So I don't. It's absolutely not. Understand. No, this is. It has to be. Like you said, it was art approval issue. Which begs to, okay, so fair enough. Their artist is very busy. And my, my, my theory is that they have two of them because the art style, and we'll get onto this in a minute, because the art styles are getting a bit yeah. wildly different at the time. Uh, now, they've got, they've got a good yeah. artist and they've got a yellow artist. <laughs> As you can see by my yellow facade now, I am trying to imitate it. Um, but. Uh, it does seem to be that this is all being submitted far too late, or CBS, or someone at CBS is looking at all this and go, "I'll do that tomorrow," and then like they're going, "Oh yeah, we need to approve this now." And if that's the case, why aren't WRG announcing these things if they know they don't have approval for it yet? When it's coming up to the nth hour, <laughs> this is yeah. I don't. If I did that I in my job, how, how I wouldn't have a job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is that thing of like. 
it, it's it's pushing art, and it's like, okay, either it's approval issues, or you're just getting them. Out. But like, it, maybe this implies that they're shuffling megas around, and like they have events in the wrong. Like maybe they had a different plan for this for this like month, and then they had to reschedule it. But then it's like, maybe just like have a. You know what? I would actually rather you not have a mega than have one just kind of shoddily put together. I would rather mm. you just be like, guys, we're having art approval issues. There won't be a mega, yeah. but we'll yeah. do like a temporary achievement giveaway and so, it'll be just the same and then we'll get all of our stuff. Like, I think a lot of the community would kind of appreciate that. I don't think many people would be like, no mega. It's like, because there's no actual functional difference between a normal event and a mega, apart from the recurring. Yeah. If you just did a four out of five uh, temporary achievement giveaway like they did with Luau Paris recently, it's like no one would bat an eye, and everyone would be like, "Oh, well, they're having a few issues, but you know, no mega this month." But they'll go around. It's like I would be like, "Okay, well, that's a bit odd, but you know, at least they're working on their process." Instead of this, which implies to me that like they had this innovator mega plan for months, and then either didn't do art and time and did it last minute, or did do it didn't submit it. Well, submitted it, and someone at CBS is actively sabotaging their own mobile game. Mm. Would that, the none of these me. possibilities. So CBS like, none mobile. of these possibilities yeah. make sense to me. I don't yeah. get it. So, uh, looking back at the mega announcement, yeah, Data was part of the original announcement, but he has now since been replaced with Calhia Cisco, and it says at the bottom, edit Professor Data has been replaced. So, a little something there, but he was part of the original announcement. But yeah and you know cbs at the moment don't have a great track record for their licensing with games specifically at the moment because there are none apart from star trek online but all those games got added back onto gog recently so clearly they worked out something but i think that's more a case of not licensing with cbs but licensing with cbs and the previous game devs because the previous game devs uh, i think it was uh aren't they all well some of the interplay micropros or um uh, 14 degrees east whoever, whoever it was the old sort of trek people sort of probably went to them and say do you still have the licenses can we use them here and went to cbs and went this costs you nothing can we do it and cbs probably just went yes it makes us money that was like a low cost investment yes for them that isn't a brand new project yeah. or an ongoing art approval thing this is this is yeah. something different and yeah i am concerned by this and i uh, no matter what they say i don't doubt this will happen again but i still can't get my head around how bad was that data <laughs> just i want to know i want to see it yeah no it's like <laughs> that's that's the thing isn't it it's like we haven't been told what happened and how it happened mm. so we can only wildly imagine and speculate oh, and maybe we demean them with the service like i, I kind of want to play devil's advocate here and be like maybe we're being on heart but it's like I can't say if I'm being too generous or too harsh don't because know. I don't know what the no. situation is because no one said anything. We're going to wildly throw speculation into the air like mad I love bullshit it. rappers. It's my favourite. Okay, do you want to see something fun? Do you want to see uh, an artist's rendition of what Professor Data looked like? This is submitted to us by... Uh, I would Shire love Paul. to. I was going to do this as a whole kind of like, beep, beep, oh, we've got the art coming, but no, no. Here we go. It's on our screen now. This is uh, this is Professor Data, as you would have... Look at that. That's, that's, I can see why. Why would anyone reject that? <laughs> look at that. It's beautiful. Fuck <laughs> 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 uh, you. Thank you, uh, Shy, for that. that did, he posted that, I think it was about a week ago, in one of our discords, and it just, it just made me chuckle. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Uh, Why is Shy consistently not fucking doing us? He's not even on the show most weeks. <laughs> Because he's awesome. His awesome awesomeness transcends media formats. There you go. Uh, looks, someone says, looks like strong. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, anything more we can... Oh, yeah, there is one more thing I'd like to show you as well. We, we've got a little... Talking of art. Talking of art, we have got the pack uh, art for... Um, oh, bugger, I closed the window. Hang on, let me find it. Uh, not not for... this week, but next week. Yes, indeed. Well. Let me just poke it up. I've got it here somewhere. If you ever think about the wildly inconsistent art styles, take a look at this. And sorry, I didn't pre-program this in, so I need to stretch out a little bit. There we go. Have you not seen three completely... Oh, fuck it, just reset. Three completely different art styles right there. I mean, uh, you've got the more yeah. modern Cisco. You've got... Uh, Iden, who has the kind of the waxy sheen, and I'm pretty sure that's smudgy, blurry area. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, I am pretty convinced that's David Boreanaz in another life, and um, <laughs> and the old style. That is, that's David Boreanaz. It has to be. If it isn't, I'll keep my hair. It kind of does look like Spike. <laughs> yeah, it does. That is, that's no, true. It's a, no, it's Angel. Spike was um, James Marsters or whatever. No. Yeah, well, whatever. Whatever. Watch some Buffy or two. <laughs> um, and then you've got North Star Archer, who's part of the old art style. So you've kind of got three wildly conflicting kind of artistic interpretations of the famous characters, and it kind of is a little bit off-putting, I think. Also, I'm not quite sure about that. Yeah, though no, it... It's okay. Yeah, I'm not a massive, like... I think that there's, like, a... You have, like, a sliding scale of, like, bad Cisco art that goes from, like, 1701 Cisco on one end to probably yeah. like high roller on the other end yeah. and this falls way more toward the 171 cisco say, in the yeah, other. it doesn't quite look like avery brooks to me no uh, I, i'm pretty sure i don't remember avery brooks having that much head like but he does but yeah. it does seem yeah, to be it's... it's a bit accentuated there but well, never mind that but i mean like just looking at this pack and just thinking about three crew you'll get it's it's three wildly different art styles and that's that's a bit off yeah. to me like, but you know what people are putting in the chat at least Cisco. So here's the thing: Cisco feels like he was dropped in as a spare, like Android Mud. And I have to question: Did you really not have any spares that fit Innovator better than the Klingon cultural figure? Yeah. Like, 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 who's who made sense to go in the Survivors Mega with Kalhaya, O'Brien, and Bashir? Does that, that would not have make sense. more why sense? Why didn't they like, use him there? <laughs> that was perfect. Why? In fact, you know what? I have a question. Why didn't you just drop? Like, like someone else who was an innovator previously, keep them out of the lineup, put Kyle Cisco yeah. there, and then move him over. So you knew an innovator mega yeah. was coming up. Yeah, this is... But they could play it off the way they're saying, like, oh, we've got an innovator mega coming out. Collect your innovators while you can. Or, you know, start to get on that whole speculation train about collections. No doubt you'll see some scoundrels coming up or some... Um, whatever uh, uh telepaths or whatever um you know everyone's sort of playing that guessing game now with the next pack but yeah this is this is a mix of weird crew you've got a bajoran you've got the, the you know a guy on a klingon stag do and a guy being uh, a cowboy <laughs> well yeah it's, it's not so much like what they're doing it's, it's like like archer looks like a trading card Aiden looks like a waxwork, and Cisco looks like a caricature, and they just don't mesh. And that was the thing I loved about the consistent art style we used to have, and I do, and I do yeah. mean used to have. That triple where was you could consistent. put these art, hmm. yeah, you could put this art right next to each other, and it would like look like they were characters from the same game. It's like. And like even with the Triple Mega, there was a little bit of variation. Like Triple McCoy looked a little bit less detailed than, say, Triple Uhura, but it wasn't a massive difference. This is a massive difference, yeah. and I have to wonder. Like, and this is another point where they haven't said 
we have another artist who is like you know like learning more about the style they haven't said yeah, oh we've had art approval issues so we're having to shuffle stuff around no communication we have no idea this is it they haven't said we've brought so and so onto the like you know major companies will do this most most major game devs will say we've had a new hire we've got so and so artist who has come to join you know art is a huge part of this game they should feature this artist they don't even yeah. say the original artist's name you have to probably you could probably find out if you went on linkedin or whatever oh hello we're joined oh, by hello. here he is hey. happy holidays it's Rise of Automaton 2000. <laughs> Has is. everyone seen my nipples already? <laughs> yes. Unfortunately so. Right. <laughs> At the top of the show, everyone saw them. Uh, that's where we uh, recorded it, by the way. So there you go. <laughs> Behind the scenes. You've joined you us. look good. Welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome. How yeah, is your know. holiday? Sorry, is that there are giant waves crashing out there. So if that's too loud, let me know. Oh, no, it's fine. Uh, How is your holiday? I have a story for you and all our Timeline Sucks viewers, Ooh. if you'll bear with me. I might tie it in uh, to the game at the end of it. So we <laughs> we were up today um, with a car. We're, we're, we are in Madeira, thanks to the Timeline Sucks subscriptions pouring in. We've been able to finance private vacations. Uh, FYI, and that's so, not where the subs go. <laughs> that is exactly where all the money is going. Um <laughs> And so Madeira is a tiny little island. If you've ever been on an island like that, you know you have a little bit of coastline and then everything else is mountain. So we're in a car. We wanted to go visit the mountains, see what they had to offer. So we're going uphill. You know, it's almost like a Bond movie, hairpin turn after hairpin turn. Everything is uphill or downhill. And so we get up to the top of whatever was near. Uh, it's about 5,000 feet up. Sheer oh, for our European friends, that's fifteen hundred meters. Sheer cliff drop, and my wife loves taking pictures of everything, so she's there with the camera. Click, 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 click. And so we look down, and ooh, we don't want to fall. That's a little bit scary. So we take our photos. Uh, we go to leave. We get in the car, and and um, the tiny little two lanes roads have become one lane at that point. So. We get halfway through down the lane, and another car comes and greet us, greets us. And I'm like, uh-oh, well, either we butt heads like rams or one of us backs up. So we put it in reverse and let them go. And so we went sort of go back down the hill, and we come around the bend. And at the edge of this little hairpin turn, which could was was not much wider than one car, is a big flatbed truck perpendicular. It's basically the front end is kissing a sheer... Uh, cliff face the back end there's like four meters hanging out over the edge of this precipice which again five thousand feet in the air and the back wheels on this thing there's, there's like a little shoulder of dirt which is literally about as wide as my shoulder and the wheels are just hanging off the edge of the shoulder and so they're doing that little bit from austin powers where they go forward uh one millimeter backward one millimeter they're trying to do that three-point turn only in this case, it was like a thousand point Star of David turn. And so, you know, I am terrified, by the way, because like every time they back up, it kicks up a little cloud of dust. There's no there's no guardrail or anything. If this guy backs up too far, he's going down and he's taking a, a few dozen residents with him. So uh, he's, do, he's doing the back and forth. My heart is fibrillating in my chest, partly because it's terrifi terrifying, partly because I've had such a wonderful, I'm living uh, from buffet to buffet here, <laughs> and I'm eating the GDP of a small nation every time I go down for <laughs> breakfast or dinner, so 
Uh, I may be dead by the time I get back, but it's been a wonderful vacation. So this driver, Manuel, is going back and forth, back and forth. I think I'm going to die, right? So finally his buddy Paolo steps out, and he walks to the edge of the cliff, and he's eyeballing it. And, you know, he gives the, you can back up now signal or go forward signal. He's trying to help him out of this. But it looked like God picked up this flatbed truck and set it perpendicular on the road, because how else would have gotten to that predicament? <laughs> so Paolo's giving him the backup, backup. And he backs up a little bit, and I'm like, all right, go back forward. And Apollo's going, no, back up, back up. So he backs up. The rear right wheel of the truck is no longer touching the earth. It's like hanging off the edge of the cliff. And Apollo goes, back up, back up. I'm like, all right. I think Manuel and me have stolen Apollo's CD recorder back in 1992, and he has been hatching this plan, waiting for his revenge. He's going to send this guy down 1,500 meters into the ocean. And finally, by some miracle of God... Manuel pulls forward, cranks the wheel, is back on the road, and they just go bouncing back down the road. And I'm like, oh, my God, I just witnessed a miracle. Like, this guy is the Michelangelo of truck driving. He just, he, he painted this wonderful work of art. I mean, his balls <laughs> should be considered a, their own independent island nation floating off the coast of Madeira here, because <laughs> this guy, this guy pulled off something I thought was impossible. I you know at the end of those Hallmark movies where they land the plane and everyone starts applauding? and it, That's so cheesy. I want to get out of my car and applaud this guy because I've never seen such drive. My father was a truck driver. I've never seen such truck drive in my life. So as we bounced down the highway, well, highway is generous. As we bounced down this one-and-a-half-lane road behind them, all I can think is, you know, this guy pulled off this incredible feat of engineering, this incredible miracle of physics. Yet an entire team at WRG has two-plus months to plan for Mega. They can't even get Professor Data out on time. What are you guys doing? So anyway, that was my shower thought, my Star Trek timely shower thought for the day. <laughs> yeah, we've, uh, we've, we've just had about 45 minutes, and we haven't stopped talking about it. <laughs> yeah, that, I, I, I checked my watch. I'm like, let me guess. There's still being negative about this. I thought yeah. I'd hop in and... Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you this: I've been trying to be. Maybe we don't know the whole story, but also <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> I've been trying to keep the good side up. Don't worry. No, I think WG needs to hire Manuel because that guy knows logistics better than anyone at the company. This is what we said. We're just like there is obviously some planning snafu there somewhere because if they can't get Professor Data Data in out data. His data, if he if he if his artwork's that bad, why have they not why have they not submit this that in advance? Like you know. I'm I'm pretty sure he's the most requested, most anticipated card of of the whole group too. So yeah, well, hopefully we'll get him down the line at some point because I think a lot of people wanted that card. Absolutely. And okay. I'll return you to regular scheduled broadcast. I just had yet another buffet, and I have to take my pants off. So I love you guys. That's never stopped you before. Come on. Thank you for letting me join you. Have nice fun. Have I'll take a look at Ciao. 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 <laughs> uh, I love that story. That was a great story. <laughs> I think that's a good. You know what? I bet you if Manuel had started like driving in, in like a big wide open field by now he could have drawn the art for professor data with his tracks <laughs> the cbs would look by like now oh, actually yeah i'd like that, <laughs> that that's yeah perfect. no that's a good aesthetic I can, I can i can work with this data in grass get a colorist on that we'll have it out all right, all right i think we've been uh, i think we've said enough about that shall we talk about some actual crew that are coming up this week let's talk about them uh in terms of actual statistics let me bring up our first 
contestant for tonight, Cal Hire Cisco, a medical Cisco med dip command med dip. Med di okay. Med dip command in two collections inspiring and cling on. Med, med dip command. So people are looking at him saying, Oh, command med. med. Command. Yes. <laughs> Voy rank one oh eight. This is an interesting crew because Okay, we've got a med Cisco. It's a Cisco. Interesting. That's kind of like a shorthand for, I want to say this crew is good, but he's kind of not. He, he is good. No, he is good. He is, this is a good crew for anyone it's who fine. gets it. He's fine. Uh, it's think better than what we've had for two months. That's yeah, what we, 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 we will have better still. Uh, but I think it was Namer that pointed out to me that he is an upgrade to Nepenthe Troy. Same skill set, uh, more power, essentially. So if you've got Nepenthe Tr Troy or, and she's voyaging for you, he will voyage more, <laughs> as in a sense, because he's, he's, I think he's got a wider trait base um, and his, you know, he's a little bit more power. But he is, um, again, they like to put out Med Dip more than Med Command. I would love this to be Med Command. Oh, yeah. There's no reason it couldn't have been. Because he is a commander. Like, this trying is... to think about the. Honestly, in the context of the episode, Med Command would make more sense. Mm. Or even like. Yeah, no, like. Or even like, like Command Dip Med would even make more sense than Med Dip. Yeah. I don't quite understand the logic behind that. Um, it's it's an odd choice. Um, yeah. This is the second Cisco with Med because we have had Desert Ben Cisco. Oh, of course. Who yes. was uh, third, actually. We also had Potato Cisco. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> He's got his potatoes. Um, and you know, honestly, you know, I look at this crew and I'm aside, like... Do you know what is built in that potato? There's coffee in there. You have to build coffee to make that potato, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey man, that potato's got a lot of kick. That's the way old Papa Joe taught him to do it. So, <laughs> he reminds me a lot of Desert Ben Sisko because it is another opportunity to have given Ben Sisko a cool mid-command variant with some decent-ish power and it would be a good upgrade on someone like... Reverend Flock saw Bridal Troy and they just decided not to go for it for whatever reason, even though we're in a part of the news cycle where it would have been a really nice distraction to have a med command crew to throw at the real stats nerd so they would shut people up complaining about the art, but you know, whatever, hey, we didn't want to do that. Didn't work. <laughs> nice try. Didn't work. Didn't work. Um, just looking at him, he is on the med command rankings, he's sort of midway he's not like a huge if you're looking for someone to replace pollard or reverend flocks you know those several year old crew he's not there for that but for med yeah he's, he's more of a maker-upper kind of like um yeah. humble archer or mating man or grayson or yeah. kelly's you know those that little group of things of you shove these on a voyage and they start making up the totals as you go along but if you're trying to stack a med command voyage they're not your first pick yeah and, and looking like sorry i'm just looking at the triplet um uh, Calhoun Cisco, yeah, he sort of sits below Humbled Archer in terms of just raw power. Uh, Merry Mentroy, Humbled Archer, and Calhoun Cisco in the sort of raw triple at any order, and he sort of sits there just above Kelly's. It's 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 not a highly you know it, he will work for you if you get him and you get him five and five. He will do he will do the voyages and he will probably do them well, probably score a ten twelve hour voyage. But it's it doesn't feel enough. It doesn't. It, it's great. Like he he's a good card. I would recommend anyone push an event for him, but I'm just not I'm I've been like, eh, do I do I really want to? Like I've got Humble Archer and Mary Mentroy and plenty of other med command options. I've got shitloads of med dip. Like I've got them all over the shop. Like, See, it's 
the problem, Idol, though, is that I know exactly how to make you get him, and it's because he's got in two collections. Uh-huh. But, but... Including Inspiring, which is full of shit-ass garbage, and this you know is it is. This is very true. Inspiring is full of crap, so if you're looking for him for an Inspiring collection, then click it's on like him, or it's Kamel, or it's some other piece of crap no, you no. want him. No, very true. I, I do, but then you've you got to talk about his investment from one or two or five. I mean, are you going to put sights on at that point? Yeah, it's... it's me and collection is a whole rigmarole thing. I have to think everything. But you know, you are right. He would fill. He would be my 80th inspiring if that was the case. However, but um, I think he's good. I think I think he is worth anyone's time in a, an event. And bearing in mind, we haven't had a good faction event reward for a while. I don't believe. Correct me. Last if I'm one would wrong. have been human Saru, probably, right? Probably, yeah. So this might be one to put. If you've been saving up tokens, this might be one to push for. Um, don't ask me for a refund if that turns out to be a number one Voyager in a faction event down the line. We are not profits, <laughs> but this is. I think with the state of things, this is as good as we're going to get in this arena. However, unless you're not ready to move on. However. Do you, however I'm going to talk about the other um, gold. I haven't got anything else to say. I will actually, you know, I will say this one thing. If you're looking at him in terms of stats um, and you're thinking of events, Cisco does get them on the regular. He's got a good little bevy of traits, as all Cisco's do. That being said, you have the exact same problem you have with any variant that has a unique skill. Yes, it's cool, but they will not usually get a lot of seating for that skill in faction events. So yeah. if you're looking for an event edge, he is unlikely to provide that. So that's so all I want to say before we move on. Word from the expert himself. No, no, no. Piped up in chat. Uh, Cisco fans and whales looking to min-max will want him, but otherwise return on investment is not there at the Voyage Power Zero Gauntlet. And you don't really care about med on shuttle like you were just saying. No, there won't. Med seats on shuttles are crap. And you look at these Voyage rank 108s and you got to think about the drop. They're going to put people above him. He is going to drop like a rock. Maybe there will be other med yeah. crew at some, sorry, at some point. However... There's been a rare occasion. Something has happened. They've actually put out the stats for a crew in in a couple of weeks' time. They announced Cisco and Zimmerman at the same time. Holo, yeah, Hollow Engineer Zimmerman, Voyage Rank 13. We actually have a good Voyager, someone that's going to be competitive. For a really good Voyager, actually. Yeah, Indeed. that's a really good. That's really good. Cy Eng Dip, which is not an entirely uncommon combination. Let me just have a quick look and see who is well, in that. We had this conversation about Lucon the other week, right? Where it was a case of, yes, you have plenty of Cyenge, but not that much at high levels. Like, you have Lucon, and then you have someone who most everyone will have, like EV Suit Spock, but this is the kind of crew that would be a pretty substantial upgrade on um, EV Suit Spock. I'm pretty sure this crew would qualify for later losers, Curve. He, I think, believe he is in the upper echelons of, you fucking want him because he's great. But he is previously the top of the Dipsy Engineering... Um, rankings are the top the previous top was the red angel like he's beats her by a clear just about 100 points just under 100 points mm. um same size skill so uh, yeah he he is up there for power he's you know he's above people like interface laforge uh emory erickson who is this month's campaign so if you, you can get this campaign or you can go nuts on hollow engineer in a um in a skirmish it's up to you you will get i will tell you you'll get more use out of hollow engineer um Two collections, Dace Reward, Innovator, there you go, there's your Innovator, ding. Uh, and Resourceful, Look, Double Ding. This, this card was made for this Mega and makes sense. There we go. It's wow, almost like easy. it's easy. Yeah, this one was planned. But however, and like some people have noticed in the chat as well, his artwork is a little bit on the uh, sunset side, as we shall say politely. 
It's just a bit orange. Yeah. Um, like, it's not a bad likeness. It at least it looks, looks like Robert Picardo. It looks more like Robert Picardo than the Cal Hire looks like Avery Brooks. Yes. It is a decent likeness, but there's just something a little bit off about the colouring, and it's like, it's a broken record. We've talked about this probably like yeah, a month every time now, but it's like, I'll stop complaining about it when it starts becoming an issue, because yeah. it matters to me. It, it looks better yeah. here now in context. Like, when I just tapped it on... Um, when I just saw the crew portrait in the event rewards, I was like, oh, "That's a fan of that art." But looking at it like this, it's it's fine. Taken it's on it, taken fine. on its own, absolutely fine. But it's when you use it in the comparison to other crew um, that have um, slightly more defined lines, that have slightly more integration with the background and a bit more integration with the crew as the whole as they turn up. We you know we've never complained about this before. Like we've had some shoddy art, like uh, you know the original twenty third century Martok and you know one seven one Cisco. We never really complained about those because we saw they were getting better. But I think we're just oh, yeah. we're going around in circles on this. <laughs> Apparently, it matters. <laughs> it does. This is the art hour. Yeah, um, yeah. I believe someone has redeemed some head flips for you to highlight their message. They did. They just said it's orange. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> um, so here's the thing, right? Do you like, let's talk about something positive for a moment? Do you remember the episode this comes from? Uh, yes, this is the one where he turns up to uh, on DS9 to recruit uh, Bashir to be the next EMH, isn't it? The long-term medical hologram, which I always That's thought right, was a really yes. fun little flipper on the EMH. It's like, oh yeah, you would probably want that for Starbase and stuff like that. Um, and I believe this exact art, I can place where he's coming from, where he where he is from. He is from the instant where, because he's been like mooning after Le uh, Lita the That's entire right, episode. Yes. And has a subplot <laughs> about... Um, Lita wanting Rom to say that he loves her, but Rom's too much of a chicken shit to do it until the very last minute because Rom's like that. Um, and 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 Zimmerman is all like, "Oh well, I suppose if you feel like that." And then I'm pretty sure this moment exactly is when he turns around and sees like another young woman of a similar <laughs> build, and and it's like, "Hello," and it's like that is the look. And to be fair, the fact that I can place the exact hour, moment, minute, second. That, these that means the art is at least yeah. okay. Like, at least it reminds me of the episode. Was this the episode where he found out he's genetically engineered? Yes, yes because they right, are yeah. creating the basic physical template. Uh, and you get this great scene where um, uh, Alexander Siddig um, has to act like the EMH. Like, he has to act like short tempered <laughs> season one doc. And it's really funny. Um, and then they leave uh, the prototype running. And the Bashirs, noted criminal caregivers, uh, come in <laughs> and you say, "Oh, we we apologize. You know, we won't. You know, we'll try to be less embarrassing on our visit. You know, it's not our. You know, we didn't bring meant to bring up the whole genetically engineered thing." And they, for some reason, don't think it's weird that their son is not responding to them. Maybe he would. Maybe Bashir's <laughs> just a really silent, angry kid. I don't know. Um, and then it has that moment where it turns out, "Oh yeah, turn off the hologram," and he disappears. And then Zimmerman and O'Brien are there, and it's like. It's a really fun episode, to be fair. Like mm, I, I'm, yeah. I've seen a lot of people say this turned their opinion around on Bashir, and it's a really interesting way to make use of some otherwise really bad lines from earlier on. Like, how the fuck would you mistake a ganglionic nerve for that type thing? Like, that old... <laughs> why, why is this being highlighted? This is being made weirdly important by the text. Mm. It's like, and then they turned it into this. And I thought that was always really clever. So, Yeah, I, I, I do like He's this episode. But yeah, he's 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 good. He's he's worth anyone's time, I would say. And it, it is nice that we're actually getting Avoid. You know, okay, 
again, we can nitpick and say, oh, you only want good voyages. No, we only want cards we can use. This is a card we can use. The downside is, I believe, he is a Zimmerman variant, not a Doctor variant. So he won't yes, count. Which is consistent. That is, yeah. This is the exact same as Law is not a Data variant because exactly. he is not Data, he is Law. Can't complain at the consistency. I'm glad they've that is consistent at least. But yeah, that is sort of one of his few redeeming features is that yeah, he is not a Doctor variant. He is a Zimmerman variant. So a lot of people who try and stuff him on a shuttle in the next very in a next Doctor event going, oh, he's not he's not giving no no. Actually, to be fair, he probably would work better than most of the Doctor variants because there are a lot of bad ones. Oh, uh, <laughs> go. Van Gogh, okay. That, Van you know Gogh. what, that's a, that's a decent um, comparison point. If you mm. use Dr. Van Gogh a fair amount, yes, he has a different tertiary, you know, med instead of dip, but he would perform better than Van Gogh in most yeah. um, in most places. In fact, I would t put some good money on, since we've had our first spate of 490s for the Innovator Mega, um, oh, yes. with Socrates, or Socrates, as I've seen some people call him, Um I imagine we'll probably end up getting Dr. Van Gogh at some point. So if you see Dr. Van Gogh in a recap, I don't know. There's a lot of main innovators. There's a lot of crew. Um, temper your enthusiasm to throw dilithium at him because everyone in your fleet has been saying he's good. Hollow Engineer Zimmerman is probably going to be a better choice, at least on voyages, 99% of the time. Yeah, Socrates is still a powerhouse, but I think he's the Da Vinci upgrade, as it were. But Yes, essentially, yeah. Yeah, there, there might be other cards coming down the road. That, oh, God, yeah. true! I can't believe they still I happen. I can't I believe it. We need a fanfare. I need to Can trigger something. It? I need to trigger. Hang on. Oh, hang on. Oh, God. Race to it. Oh, you jewel. That's exactly what I hoped. Uh, <laughs> no, I got it wrong. Hang on. That's appropriate. Oh, no. Oh, you dead. There we go. Thank you, Naomi. You did what I was trying to do. <laughs> Well, there you spend, go. Good spend of hair, hair flips there. Uh, okay, let's have a look at the four-star variants. We might play. I think we might play some What the Dub tonight. We put a vote up before the chat mm, saying, um, do you want to play some What the Dub? It was overwhelmingly positive it people was, want to play a bit of What the Dub. I was going to do Armada Dub. tonight, but I honestly don't think I've got it in me after all that ranting to, to then think about strategy. <laughs> let's talk about the Super Rares for this week, at least. The Fifth Dimension Invader from the episode Bride of Chaotica, the uh, photonic, not holographic, photonic tonic life form that came through into the holodeck to uh make contact and actually see it and hit their first experience was dr you know captain proton's dr chaotica world which was actually quite a good episode i rewatched that recently to get clips for what I, that's one of my favorite episodes of voyager ever it's <laughs> I, if i want just like a cozy 45 minutes i put this episode on i laugh at every single joke every it's time really i good. love it i, I think it's the it. scene where seven comes in and it's like you need to help us seven she just deactivates the robot and just like uh. <laughs> Uh, that's a different episode, actually. Oh, You're it? getting that confused on another one. That? Yeah, it's a different one. Because they try and get her to play Constance Goodhart, and um, oh, Paris oh, trying to get nice. her to play along. Yeah, yeah, it's a different one. Yeah, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's very easy to get them to run on, because you yeah. only ever see different bits of the Kyoka stuff. Yeah. Um, but for all our grumbling about art, this is great. Fucking superlative. Yeah, Amazing. Is 10 out of 10. I fucking love it. Both sides of the equation here. This is, yeah. No, I agree. This is brilliant. This is, this is superlative of their work. This is, and I love how the shading is in black and white as well. I'm, I don't, I'm oh, sure yeah, that's the same for all the chaotic stuff, but I only really noticed it, it with true. It's exactly the thing of, yes, it's very easy to just throw a black and white filter on something and make it classy, but like, no, this has been drawn from the from the ground up 
to work in black and white with the right shadows, yeah. with the right casting of like it just looks so good. I am so happy. This is better art than we've had in like months. This is incredible. It's immaculate. I love it. He is absolutely fantastic. I can't think of much art that I've that I like more than this in the last few months. This is excellent. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Siete points out something I hadn't even could. He's going to be in the Chaotica collection as well as Survivalist yes. and Costume Party. So you get a triple header. Was very hoping that was going to be the case. Uh, I don't. Did they actually? I mean, he should be. I don't know if they actually well, confirm. Oh, yeah, he, he really should be. Added. He really should be. Yeah. So, yeah, this is a pretty damn good crew for like filling out survivalists or and costume party as well. You know, this is okay. Not an innovator. Fine. We'll, we've had our rant about that. But yeah, this is this is a good four four. Um, I pulled a pack for. So I just so. realised he's a top fifty voyager with sex eye. That's an amazing purple. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. This guy's good. Number eight, sex awesome. voyager. He is. Uh, you know, 47 overall for super rares. That's just really good. You know, if you're, you're starting out that's, game day, that's fucking incredible. That's really good. Hole, that's a good one to get. I, I pulled a pack for him and I got Stral, and then I pulled another pack and got him. So I was great. I got Stral. Oh dear. That's a good <laughs> win. Mind. But yeah, uh, you got Malaria. It's fine. Um, <laughs> you know what? You know, that reminds me of you said like a new player. This is exactly the kind of crew, if I was starting the game now, I would love to jump into a game like this and be like, Oh, that guy from like you know, Chaotica. That's a fun crew. That yeah. shows that this game has a sense of humor and it's fun. And you know what? Even though he's not an innovator, I feel like he jives more with the theme than Cal Hire Cisco. True. Because yeah. he is at least part of an episode about an unexplored part of space mm. and innovations in communication and all about the 50s fantasy planet theme. Like, I feel like that jives a lot more than some of the other cards we've got for this mega. Definitely. Yeah, I'm really happy about this one. I am going to give you one while I run off to the toilet because I need to visit the little... Oh, as, as, as is expected, as is my quota for every every week. Talk mm. to our wonderful audience about Aiden. Um, so I think Aiden's done this on purpose because I don't even remember where this character comes from. I just went on a long diatribe about um, how much I love that episode with um, Chaotica and how much I love the Dr. Zimmerman episode. And I'm trying to remember where this one even comes from. Um, oh, God. Oh, I feel really stupid right now. I feel like he's a Voyager character. Because I don't remember any Bajorans looking that evil in the show. Um... I feel like... That's a massive... Phaser rifle. Oh god, I'm embarrassing myself on like erosion. Oh, hologram, killing game. Oh, is he from one of the? Oh, okay, so he comes from the killing game where the erosions fight holograms. Is he from the actual killing game when they invade um Saint Clair with all the other programs, or is he from the erosion hologram episodes where the holograms start killing the erosion? Because those are very, those are interconnected but different. Flesh and blood, yeah, not killing game. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. So, I right, there you go. Th thank you for leaving me to flounder for like five minutes. That's, no, that's yeah, fine. That's Sorry, fine. I had to get my slippers as well because it's a bit colder. Too. <laughs> 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 <For Christ's sake. laughs> I had to pick up How's Iden? Yeah. <laughs> um, I was trying to remember where he's even from. No, so, I couldn't you know. remember either. <laughs> 
memory out of it. Who are naturally a lot smarter than I am, managed uh, to work it out. He is from Flesh and Blood, oh, which Christ. is about those holograms that are killing the Herogen, and the dog thinks, oh, my people, and then it realizes they're all stone cold murderers. And apparently it's played by Jeff Yeah, 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 Yaga? David Moyes. Yeah, yeah, David, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Little John in the house. Um, so, I think this is a decently intimidating art. It's still got that kind of smudgy whack figure, like we said, but it's <laughs> it's fine. I think it works better here than it has some for other characters. Did you um, know? Did you know? And I've just found this because I was looking on Memory Alpha. Did you know that David Yaya is the brother-in-law of Catherine Hicks, who plays Dr. Gillian Taylor? I didn't know that. No, now you do. No, your life is all the better for it. Instantly. <laughs> I will forget it instantly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. No, you're going you're gonna, you're gonna to wake up in the middle of the night and go, oh my god. <laughs> Ter- Torres does get kidnapped a lot for like someone who... Maybe that's just something that happens to engineers in Star Trek, because that yeah. happened to Geordie a lot as well. Geordie got and kidnapped O'Brien a lot. seems to have his fair share of uh, yeah. mishappenings as well. But he's, so even Stamets got kidnapped a bit in Discovery. Like It just happens to the engineering crew. Because they're so useful, they're so you know so valuable. Uh, also, just piped up and said uh, potential for collection is interesting because he's got a lot of traits that aren't in collections, but there might be. Obviously, we've talked about we've seen hologram artwork. We've got Bajoran. De- you know, if they're done resourceful, they'll probably do desperate, brutal villain, maverick, duelist, tactician. Those are all potential collections down the line. So he is the skirmish event reward. So might be worth a sight. At Honestly, some point down if you the line. can't find half an hour to to get enough skirmish done to get the purple, then I don't know why you're playing this game. Frankly, um, like, like, legitimately, like, it only takes half an hour. Like, you can do that while you're watching an episode of like the Great British Bake Off or whatever. I don't, whatever material you need, just do it. It's, Wait a minute, come on. Wait a minute, the Great British Trek Off. We could do that. So, so I was playing um, uh, the new Spider-Man game, and they talk about the Great Wakandan Cook-Off. And me and my boyfriend were talking about, what must that look like? Like a cook-off in Black Panther land. I want to know what that looks like. (laughs) Just like Black black Dust, they use the nanoblades. Yeah, exactly. I I want to see that. (laughs) Just appears out of me. Exactly. Um... So, not I, mean, I, I can't find it in myself to be as excited about him as I am about Fifth Dimension Invader, especially because it took me so long to place where he's come from. But he is an objectively okay card with some potential collections down the road. If you are starting a new account today, in fact, if you are starting an alt, which I know some people have been doing, um, he would be a good start. You know, like, like top fifty voyage. Command dips suck, but you know, whatever. You have to kind of do what you can. You only need one. <laughs> I needed one. It's true. Okay. Uh, the Great British Wank Off. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't going to say that, but <laughs> thank you, Auto. <laughs> That's always been love key, you too, buddy. Being the key key part of this show. Uh, okay, let's go to this week's Tuesday pack. Tam Elbron, another quite hotly requested character from the episode Tin Man. Uh, sadly, is a bit of a letdown. Unlike the episode, because I like the episode. I like Tin Man. That's a great episode. And I was kind of hoping they'd do this character justice, but they kind of picked his worst pose. And like we're talking about Dip Med, a not great combination. He's, uh... It's not what I think of when I think of Tam Elbron. No. I think of that conversation he has with Data about how he can't hear his thoughts and how mm, he finds really that incredibly one. refreshing. I think about him while they're inside Gomtu or Tin Man and they're talking with him and how he looks when he's like realizing as a kindred spirit. I think about those scenes or when he's talking with Troy, I don't think of this, which is, I believe, when he first comes aboard. And I was like, 
That's an odd face I don't remember him making, but mm. he makes it for like all of three seconds. Um, and hey, <laughs> did you know that pose? I don't know. That pose is, in fact, the mirror opposite of what is actually in the show. Thank you to Skycap, who gave me a screen cap, which I put somewhere. I put it on the forums, actually. Uh, it is, yeah, the actual pose is in reverse. So Mitchell is not the only person. I wonder if there's a few others that have been flipped. This On this occasion, so it's, not as, it's not as important. When Jerry went to get that sandwich, she was working on Tam Elbrin as well as Gary Mitchell at the same time. <laughs> Very probably. I think some, yeah, someone hit the flip key on Photoshop by accident when they spilled it, when they leaned on the keyboard. Oh, shit. But to be Not fair, only did they forget to fix his stats, but they also forgot yeah. to give him a tertiary or a decent voyage score. Yeah, I think in, in terms of the artwork in this case, okay, it's not a nice pose, but at least it does look like him. And, it, okay, split, but who cares in this case? It doesn't really matter. It's not like there's a Starfleet insignia on the wrong side of his uniform or anything like that, so... We're not going to pick on that one, but yeah, it is, it is flipped. But yeah, like you say, his statistics are just, there's nothing there. There's not even a collection, like, um, even potential. Yeah, if I said in our Discord, I said, I kind of find it baffling that in a week full of snafus, you would go to your six pack and go, which crew are we releasing? Let's release the two Skeller with no collections and not great traits and who doesn't have anything to do with any events going on for a while that people will probably remember, but also be a bit annoyed that you decide to give him these shitty stats. This is kind of like the worst of all worlds. Like, <laughs> I'm sure he'll pick up a collection in the next few months because there's going to be a million more, but it just feels yeah. like a bit of a missed opportunity. Like, I can't see Betazoid getting one anytime soon because they'd just be all Troys, but a desperate Maverick Prodigy Telepath. Uh, you know some of them but this is like their, their Tuesday strategy is strange because I can see them doing it for crews that have collections now they release Siege Nog obviously t catering to the uh, the survivalist people and they've done a few others like that in time but this one's hardly making people sort of throw their wallets at the screen going I must have him for this collect because he's got nothing nothing statistically nothing arena ability really evasion by seven okay is, yeah. you know you said arena ability and a thought just popped into my head wouldn't it have been us. cool yeah. Oh, you gotta change them. Um, <laughs> wouldn't it have been cool if they'd released him in a pack, um, and every time you pulled that pack, in addition to crew, any schematics that you got in that pack were for Gomtu? And if you put Tab Elbrin on Gomtu as a five star crew, he has some crazy busted That'd arena cool. ability. Yeah. Or at least something unique, or at least something like a, he turns from like evasion into an attack boost, or something yeah. that's like not game breaking but really good. I feel like that would have been a fun little gameplay integration of story, but like, like you know, I've just had two, two sets oh my of change glasses. So here we go. Right, hang on, we'll do these ones. Uh, oh shit, where did they go? Hang on, I think they're in the case. <laughs> just pick up the same ones and put them back on. They won't notice. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll do this properly. I'll put these ones on. I'll do it. I'll do it. There we go. I'm just glad I'm getting people to spend their hair flips. There you go. And I'll put on the coolest ones of all, my prescription sunglasses. Oh, yeah. You are such an <laughs> asshole right now. <laughs> you look <laughs> such an asshole. <laughs> Get out of here. You know what? <laughs> Especially with that uniform, you look like you should be leaning back, taking the Kobayashi Maru, eating an apple like a dick bag. <laughs> I can't see Like, shit. What, the, what the hell? Actually, I'm going to have to take these off because I can't see a thing. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll put them Yeah, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> Evans of Wales says, telepathic link trigger only he has. Exactly, something unique yeah. like that. Like, I would, I kind of wish that they would do something a bit more unique with arena abilities. They don't necessarily have to be game-breaking, but something unique and good would make me go, 
someone's thought about that for like mm. five seconds. That's a value that the only crew that that crew has, and it doesn't break the game. But as but it is, he's kind of nothing. He is nothing. Do not waste your time with him. He is trash. Ah, oh, well, that was. Oh, we've still got data on screen. Actually, I'm going to leave data on the screen. He can stay. A date, a, the real Professor Data. Please stand up. Please stand I, up. Please stand up. I am still very intrigued about what that data art would be. I really am. But shall we play some What the Duck? I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> sure we aren't going to, like, do you think that that's, like, too far outside the realm to ask about Ben next time he comes on? Or if we ever have oh, him no, back on to. after no, relentlessly we've pillaged them and, like, like talked shit about them this week? Yeah, we talk shit about them every week. This is nothing new. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, you just had a flip on the screen. <laughs> no, one's redeemed, no one redeems those enough. No one redeems that wonderful hair flip you do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, shall we play some What the Dub? Because we did say we were going to... Well, we said we are going to play some Armada, but I'm feeling like we need to sort of lighten the mood and do something a bit more casual and i'm pretty sure i've still got the star trek mod installed so that's gonna be fun uh given how much time you put into that i would hope you still have it installed i did oh, no I, I, I mean i would delete it but it might reset itself so let me just clear some uh, of these see. requests and i will load it up uh anyone in chat you want to join i think i'm just gonna have open session this time um i'll kind of i mean That'd be I, fun. Yeah. i'll i'll let you join stars and then I'll, I'll stick out of the way unless no one else joins in which case i'll come in but we'll uh we'll, we'll let you guys just come no, in Damn, I love you very much, but you've just said Arena is eight clicks per round, ten times a day. That's all. I don't even look anymore. That's what your wife said about your performance in bed last night. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the lowest. Oh, are we sixteen or what's going on? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Right. <laughs> and here's your playoff music. There you go. What the dub? <laughs> <laughs> right, let me, let me get this started.